Welcome to the Mental Health Bible Study Podcast with Tyree E. Rowell. Hello. How are you all on this day? It is an awesome day on this day. On this Thoughtful Tuesday. Hashtag Thoughtful Tuesday. And I am hoping that you all are thinking of good things and thinking if you do think of something from the past, I'm hoping that you're thinking good things from the past. And if you were to go back and, you know, think of something bad from the past, then I hope that you're looking back on it to remember how far you have came. And also the fact that God has brought you out of it. I hope that you are remembering the way that you had came out of something and you knew that it was not you, it was God. I hope those are the type of thoughts that you are having on this day. And if not, I hope that you do begin to be very, very intentional and conscious about what you are thinking of because what you think is also how you're going to feel and it's most definitely going to be how you behave. So be conscious and intentional about your thoughts. You can even put them on pause. You know, when things get so hectic and things get so stressful, it is okay to just go sit down in a room and turn the lights off and just close your eyes and just think absolutely nothing. You're just giving your brain a, a, a break. You know, you're just giving yourself a break. And, and if you have kids and you have a spouse and they are in the house, it's okay to tell them, look, I need about a 30 minutes of downtime. Just allow me to be in this room by myself in solitude just so I can have some downtime to unwind from the day. I mean, just to come in here and get my thoughts together, get myself together. And I, and when I get, come out of the room, I'm going to be a different person. But right now, I need this space. And I would appreciate if you do not knock on this door. I would appreciate if you do not call me mama or call me by my name. Just just pretend like I didn't just come through the door. <laughs> pretend like you didn't see me. You know, because I need this downtime. See, it's okay to explain that to, to, to your kids and your spouse. Now, if you have a little bit, little one, like toddlers, and then you may have to uh, improvise some kind of way where you know that they are going to be occupied, where you can still see them and hear them, especially if you're in the house by yourself. You most definitely want to monitor them. But if that is impossible, then it would be great if you could just set that 30 minutes before you go pick them up from wherever they are, from daycare or from the babysitter. Because if you have toddlers, it is going to be 
very hefty and, and you're going to be so concerned about them and i wouldn't suggest that you try to do any type of um downtime while they're there so you can put it in on the calendar that you're going to do 30 minutes of downtime before you go pick them up and, and that can be done any time of the day actually even if you're at your job and you you just mentally fried you know just drained and you just want to have a moment to get some type of uh power you know like some people love to call it a power nap but baby you can this can also help you when you have want to get a little boost of power and mentally so you can close your door turn that light off and pretend like you're not in your office and just close your eyes for 10, 15 minutes and just absolutely think about nothing. You know, you can do that. You can pause your thinking anywhere you are, whether you're on a job, at home, even at church, you know, you just sitting there in the back and just with your eyes closed. And yeah, it may seem strange, but sometimes we just got to breathe, y'all. It's so much can just make you so stressful and just mentally drain you, emotionally drain you. And sometimes you just have to have that solitude. Jesus had got some t- solitude. Jesus also went off into the woods by himself. Yes, he did. So guess what? You need to do the same. So let's take a break before we get into the third phase of forgiveness we will be right back stay tuned these affirmation cards are available in hard copy you can purchase them at acclimatedtotherapy.com also if you would like to donate to support the show go to www.issuesoflife.me donate again www.issuesoflife.me donate Thank you for your contribution. Welcome back to the Mental Health Bible Study Podcast with Tyree E. Rowell. Well, we are back and we are about to discuss. Well, it's not like both of us can discuss, but I am about to discuss the third phase of forgiveness because yesterday, the second phase, um, that I had discussed was decision. It is your um, prerogative to forgive or not to forgive. It's it's really up to you. It's not up to anyone else. It's just your your decision. You do it when you're ready. But the third step is work. Work. That means you got to do the work now. Now, all of these phases requires work. <laughs> really, really does. But this one right here, oh boy, it's the one that you actually gonna be doing some work. And during this phase, you will understand the offender in a new way, which allow positive feeling toward the offender in yourself. So this right here, oh yeah, it's gonna it's gonna uh, make you wanna 
just be like, okay, mm-hmm. do what? You want me to do what? Think what? Say what? But at the same time, you do have to understand that when you are dealing with people, it's also going to be a reflection of how you feel about yourself. So be mindful of that. Okay? Now, in the, on this third phase of forgiveness, it is about learning to understand the person who had hurt you and seeing them as, you know, more than what they had did. Because sometimes when we see people, we go straight to what they had done. We go, we see that automatically. It just comes to your mind as soon as you see them. But as a person who has a forgiving heart, you're going to see more than what they had did wrong. And this is the part where I said that requires a lot more work because you really do have to get to that point where you are thinking of the person who hurt you in this aspect. And just because you understand the person um, as a human being, it does not mean that you condone what they did. It's just that you have an understanding. That's it. You have gotten a deeper understanding, a better understanding of that person. And you can understand that person without even believing their actions are acceptable. So just because they had done something, it does not necessarily mean that you accept it, that you are condoning it, that you are even uh, considering having a friendship or relationship with them. It's just that you are looking at them from another perspective than just the person who hurt you. So why do you go about doing this? You will ask yourself, what, now don't forget, I had got this from therapistaid.com. You will ask yourself, what was life like for the offender as they grew up? What was their life like growing up? Could, Could it possibly be that they are the way that they are because of how the way they grew up, how the way they were raised, how the way they um, think in regards to themselves and also about how the way they were brought up into this world. So if you were to, um, you know, be hurt by someone where you had no idea about this situation, how would you go about trying to find out that information because that's a lot of information that is something that you literally will have to sit down and talk to this person to find out okay why you why you do this what was the whole point of you doing this i mean what is it that was going on in your head that would make you do this and that would make you say this that would make you do this unforgivable type of behavior because like I said, it does give you an understanding. It does give you a, a, a more understanding of what that person may be thinking or was thinking. 
at the time that they had offended you or hurt you. But that's all it gives is an understanding because you get some clarity. You know, you get some type of closure. Um, And then you also want to be aware of your feelings that you have toward the, um, the person that hurt you. Be aware of it. It's okay to be angry. You are justified in it. But it's not okay to allow this anger to just overtake your life. It's not good. And after you get this understanding of the person who hurt you, you will possibly eventually start thinking differently about them. You know what I'm saying? You see them from a different light. And just because you see them from a different light does not necessarily mean that you are going to continue the relationship or friendship with them. You're just getting an understanding. That's it. You do not have to continue to have interaction and engagement with a person who hurt you because forgiveness can be done without you even talking to that person but i want you to know that you know you whether you have this conversation with the person who hurt you or not in order to get this type of clarity you will have to talk to someone whether someone who knows that individually more so or whether you go talk to the person who hurt you because I, I just don't see how you can get this clarity without get uh, without talking to them. And then what do you do if they don't want to talk to you? If they feel like uh, whatever reason that they have that, that they don't have to talk to you, Okay, fine. Fine. But how do I get understanding of that? You can get the understanding of what it is that's in front of you. Because what a person shows you is exactly what it is. I mean, we can't just be walking around here thinking that all we have to do is see the good in everybody. I don't see nothing wrong with seeing the good in everybody. But guess what? We also have evil in us too. We have to have the understanding that every individual on this earth has the capability of being good and evil. And we can decide what side we want to be on. You see what I'm saying? We can decide if we want to do evil. We can decide if we want to do good. We can decide if we want to hurt people. We can decide if we want to not hurt people. But hurt people do hurt people. But even in that, if they are showing you exactly who they are, believe it right from there and just say, okay, I got the understanding that at this time, you cannot give me what I need. You don't want to give me what I need. And that's okay. But But that is an understanding of that individual. Whether... We may assume or think that something could have gone wrong when they was younger. 
something could not have gone wrong when they was younger. But at the same time, if they don't want to have that conversation with you, and they act as if they didn't do anything wrong with you, then there's the understanding right there. There's the clarity right there. And you can you can dust your feet and just dust the dust off your hands and say, you know what? I have done my part. This person refused to talk to me. This person feels like they have not done anything wrong to me. And that right there is an issue. That is a problem. But it is not yours. It's going to be on them, not you, because you have tried to get the clarity, the understanding of what was going on with this individual. But even in that, we cannot control people. We cannot make them talk to us. We cannot make them come to us and say, I'm sorry. That's why forgiveness is for you, not the other way around. So how do you get a positive feeling about that situation? You get the positive feeling that you did your part. That's where it's positive it, that you did your part. You went and you had tried to um, get an understanding of the person and they refused to work with you. Okay. It's all good from there, baby. It's all good. But you will know from there that, hey, this is not going to work. This is because your peace is so important. You want to make sure that you protect your peace. And, and if that is the only way to do so, then you just say, you know what? Even though this situation is not, it did not go the way that I wanted it to go so I can get through this process of forgiveness, I'm still going to walk away and know that I did my part. And you just leave it there. Like some things you just got to leave for God to do. And that's okay too. That's okay too, you know. Now all the stuff that I have just spoken to, you know, about trying to get positive feelings and all that with someone who does not want to uh, talk to you. That is not on the worksheet. This is what I'm telling you from a therapist point of view you just cannot make anyone talk to you you just can't no ma'am no sir and that's okay too you walk away feeling good about the fact that you try to make it work you try to do this thing to, um, to get an understanding of the individual and they refuse to work with you and that's all right you keep it moving from there. And pretty soon, you're going to be feeling good. Your um, emotional pain will be, will be less as the time go by. But at least you have done your part. So, remember on this day to think good thoughts and think good things about yourself. Because it is important that you think good thoughts about you you in your life because what you feel for yourself is a reflection of how you treat other folks. So y'all, have a good one on this day. Until then. Thank you for tuning in to the Mental Health Bible Study Podcast. Subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss another episode.